It's Thursday, and it's Pop Culture Mondays on Thursdays, and I'm your host, Brooke Hammerling. Pop Culture Yeah, my tone is different, guys. We're not going to do pop culture today. It doesn't feel like the right time. I did do the newsletter this week. I have to say I I debated on Sunday. It was sort of 50-50 whether or not I was going to write it. Uh, And then I thought, honestly, mainly for me, I needed an escape. I needed to escape the doom scrolling and the the sitting in front of CNN and MSNBC 24-7, not to mention the amount of commercials I've seen for like under eye cream and windows and bathtub replacements. Like, can we figure out the cable news section stuff? Like, I mean, we're all watching it. Like, please, like put in some real advertising. It's really, it's the Mr. Pillow stuff or whatever level. It is pretty dreadful. But I wrote the newsletter. I figured we all needed a break. I certainly needed just a, a, a mindless escape. And it's sort of there if you choose to check it out or not. But with a podcast, like I couldn't bring myself to sort of just be like, well, in other news, let's talk about this funny TikTok. Yeah, it's not the day. It's not the week. So I also thought about bringing on someone who knows about Israel and expertise on that, but that's not why you come here. That's not my, this is not that kind of podcast. There are a million podcasts like that. So I just thought this is going to be a quick down and dirty. Let's just have a safe space to talk. And I want to check in with you guys. And what I'm doing with my friends and my community and my team is just to say to everyone, like, are you okay? And Also, it's okay to not be okay, and it's okay to say you're not okay, and it's okay to cry, and it's okay to want to curl up in bed, and it's okay to feel like the sky is falling, but it's also important to take moments for yourself and to, to turn the TV off and to not put yourself in those places like I think all of us are. I know many of us are, like imagine being in that at that music festival or hiding in those bushes or in the house. And we just need to take a step away from it and um, be kind to ourselves, but also just check in with each other and acknowledge that it's okay to not be okay. I have a particular connection to this right now because it feels like yesterday and it was just six weeks ago, I was just in Israel for the first time on a dream trip And as my friends there said, they're so glad I got to see Israel now at at the time I did because they don't think it'll ever be the same as it was. And I just wanted to talk about that because there's so much hate right now going out and there's so much ignorance and there's so much polarization and there's so much naivete. And, you know, I urge everyone to read everything that they can that's from legitimate news sources and read stories from from Israeli citizens and people that were there and don't just get a headline or don't listen to a friend say something and then take that as fact. Like we have to advocate for ourselves and what's true. And in this age of misinformation and disinformation and especially on X right now, which is shocking, it's important for us to take control over what the information we're absorbing and watching. And I will say that there should be no disagreement. And the fact that there is, is, is just disheartening. There should be no disagreement that what happened was wrong. That was terror. 
was worse than any horror movie we've seen. It is comparable to the Holocaust. Babies, children, innocent citizens, civilians, teenagers, grandmothers, and and not just killed and kidnapped, but brutalized and terrorized. And um, there is no world where that's okay. I am not saying that being in an occupied state is okay either. And one does not discount the other. So when people are saying, I stand with Israel, they are not saying, I applaud and approve of the horrors that have happened to the Palestinian people. And the Palestinian people are not Hamas. I think that also needs to be clarified. When you're saying you're against Hamas, you're not saying you're against the Palestinian movement of people and against, and you're for occupied Gaza. You're saying you're against a terrorist organization, not a militant organization, but a terrorist organization. And Gaza, it's tragic. I mean, if I could wave my magic wand and not have occupied any places anywhere, that would be the dream. There is, you know, and I'm not a, I'm not going to even pretend to be a geopolitical expert like many other podcasters from tech try to be, but I can simply say that it is complicated, but it's tragic and no children or women or, or innocent civilians should be brutalized and targeted and killed. Is it going to happen now with retaliation and is it going to be tragic? It is in all war. It's war and that's what's happening. And I don't think Americans, we're not familiar. I mean, all the wars we've had, if not, you know, in modern history have not been on our ground, right? We have not, we've, we've sent people away to wars, but it hasn't been in our backyard other than 9-11 and, and terror and terrorist attacks that have happened on the ground. So all I can say is that what's happened in Israel is a tragedy of proportions we can't get our heads wrapped around. And as somebody who just came back from there, I feel uniquely placed to sort of talk about this country that I just experienced, that I just got to celebrate. And I will say I am Jewish. I am by blood Jewish. I am 88% Ashkenazi Jew. I was not raised Jewish. I did not have the privilege of that, of knowing my history and my culture until I was older. And I'm so grateful to have that knowledge now. I'm so grateful to the Jewish community that has embraced me and has taught me and has educated me. I am so grateful to my Jewish friends and my Israeli friends. And one of the things I want to say about Israel that I was so profoundly impacted by is how diverse it was. It's not just Jewish. There, are, First of all, there are Jews from all over the world that live there, but there are also Palestinians that live there and are proud of being in Israel. That uh, I had a couple of get drivers who were Palestinian and had Palestinian and Israeli flags next to each other uh, hanging from their mirror. I'm not saying this is utopia and I'm not saying that's the case for everyone, but there were Christians and Jews and Muslims living together as as they did in Tel Aviv before, before Israel. And it was beautiful and it was diverse and the joy and the optimism of the people. And there was no entitlement. Nobody felt entitled to that land that I met. Everybody felt, even the young, even the teenagers, felt this great honor and this great privilege to be there and to be a part of history they did not forget their history. They did not forget their past. They are very much honoring their ancestors and they're very much looking forward to the future of Israel and of their 
descendants that to come. And it's a very present feeling that I haven't seen in other cultures, like 15 year olds, you know, normally a 15 year old, I was a selfish fuck at 15. I couldn't be bothered to care about my history, my family, my surroundings. I was spoiled. I was entitled. I was not a pleasant 15 year old. I'm just going to say that anybody who knows me from then, certainly my family will (laughs) agree. I, you know, I'm not saying every 15 year old in Israel is perfect, but there is a true knowledge and pride of where they come. There is a sense of history and a sense of, of being big, being a part of something that there's like a much bigger thing that they're a part of. It, it's profound and it's such a joyful country. It's so beautiful. It's so communal. They celebrate with music. I, I mean, as any of you who know and listened to this pod before and follow me on social, what brought me to Israel was music. It was my friend Yoni Block and his music and his band and the celebration. And every single night I celebrated in Israel with live music every single night, whether it was Yoni or others. When I was at the peaceful protests, it was music. You had Netta singing the national anthem. You had everyone singing songs together. Music is at the core of Israeli soul. And these 260 plus people, young kids who are at a peace festival, a music festival. We've all, anyone listening, you have all been to a music festival, whether you were just at the sphere and watching you too, or you were, you've been to, you know, any music festival uh, known to man, you know what that's like. People are together, people are, you know, having fun, they're loose, and then their world's changed. And women and children and grandparents in their homes. So this is a horror and it is our responsibility, I think, to inform others and to show, and if not inform, to show compassion, to show empathy, to check in on your friends, your, especially those who might be Jewish or connected to Israel in some way. And to not look at these comments, not engage, not be triggered because it's just, you're not, a lot of these people are sick and twisted and, and ignorant. And it breaks my heart what's happening in these storied establishments like Harvard. It's, it's, it's shocking to me. I mean, yes, there is of course freedoms of thought. We live in a democracy. We should be able to think and speak freely. However, (laughs) there is an asterisk. I, I don't, think celebrating murder and at this time like have some sanity have some uh this is not the time and the place if you have a a moment to, this is the 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 tying the two the saying well this is this is deserved there's n- nothing further from the truth so it's all going to get even crazier and i know that we are in this sort of terrifying moment where it feels bigger. This doesn't just feel like a, a moment in Israel. This feels like the world is changing. This, you know, as the historians that I've spoken to, people who just really, really have studied history and talk about the parallels to 1914 and 1939. And there is that real terror. And I think we all have it. We all have that underlying anxiety of what this means for people who have family in the military in the U.S. What does that mean? for people of family in Israel, for people who are Jewish, are they going to be targeted? What does this mean for our our work? And if there's more conflicts or 
all-out war? What does that mean for our future, for our safety, for our finances, for our loved ones? There's all of these complicated feelings, and I just wanted you guys to know it's all it's all there, whether you're 16 or 86. And I know there's this, like, from a pop culture perspective, I'll say what's been really baffling to me or really tr- t- hard for me to sort of navigate, and I've heard from others, is this sort of being on social media, say you're on Instagram, and you're seeing a flood of posts about Israel and supporting Israel or whatnot and ignoring the comments of hate that come with that. And then all of a sudden you're, you know, seeing Britney Spears dancing, seemingly oblivious of what's going on, or you're seeing people on vacation and eating pasta in Italy. And it's a shock. It's definitely like a, you know, record stopping. And I don't know, is there a right answer? I mean, I know that my instinct is to tell everybody like, this isn't the time, but then we also do need to live our lives and people should be not, you know, sitting there all not, you know, not enjoying life. This is, we do have this life and we need to enjoy it. So I'm not an arbiter of what's right or what's wrong on that sense, but just know that I know it feels weird, right? It feels weird when you're like on X or on threads and people are pitching their businesses or they're like, you know, come, let's go to this party. And so I just want you to know, like, I don't know what's right or wrong. And I just, I just know what feels weird. And if you're looking at threads or Twitter or whatever it's called, and you just see sort of like it's Israel, 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 then it's this pro-Palestine thing. And then it's these arguments and then it's Israel, Israel. And then it's like, Hey, I want you to come check out my new company and we're raising money or I, it's, it's just a lot. And we have like 80,000 different channels of sort of, of emotional in things that are being thrown at us in different ways. And it's, it's too much for all of us. So my advice on the pop culture side is maybe just turn off social for a bit, though social has impact, like fundraising is going to be so important and awareness for causes that are really going to be helpful and impactful are so important to have um, discovery on social media. But my trick is to turn, I'm going to turn off the news for a minute and I'm going to um, watch some silly movies on Netflix or whatever. I'm not even going to, not something that I have to think about too much. I'm probably just going to get like a pizza, <laughs> eat it in bed and watch something silly just to give myself a, a break and, and maybe some pop culture fun, you know, old school 90s, 80s movies is in my future. I'm not even going to watch like my standard law and order. I don't want negative. I want positive. I want like rom-coms. I need some Richard Curtis. I need some Notting Hill in my life. So that's probably what I'm going to be doing because British accents and floppy haired English men make me smile in times of stress. So that's it. It's a weird one. I know I, I just wanted to check in and I wanted to put something out and um, to let you know all of you who've reached out to me it really means a lot. And to all of you who've thanked me for my posts, that also really means a lot. And if I haven't checked in with you, I'm sorry. And I, I am trying to get to everyone. I'm thinking about everyone. There's just like a million thoughts in my head. I'll close on, I have a really, really, really powerful like desire to go to Israel. And I know that's not going to happen. And I know that's not like something that I should do. 
uh, right now. I don't have any, uh, you know, I'm not a trained military. I'm not, I don't speak Hebrew, but it's just this sort of like, I want to be there for my friends. I want to hug them. I want to, to, to just be with them. And my heart breaks for everyone because every it's such a small country and everyone there has been impacted in some way. I mean, everyone's impacted, but somebody's lost somebody in, in some way, shape or form. So I dedicate this to all my friends there and everyone knows who they are. There's so many to name. I could sit here for 10 minutes and, and list you all, but you're all so special. And if you have friends in Israel or friends with Israeli connections, definitely just check in on them, continue to ask what you can do. Um, there are going to be causes that you can share. There are going to be, you know, things that you can contribute your creative minds to, your strategic minds to, and we can, we can sort of help let the light win. As my friend Danielle Goldstein so beautifully and eloquently said, we need the light to win. So with that, my lovelies, let's see what next week brings. And I love you and we'll talk soon and be kind to one another. Thanks. Pop culture.